This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shia, Shia. Uh, well, I got it. Heaven! Damn well, it. why don't you want to get in the bathtub? Hillary <laughs> Gump. You and I. This is so good. <laughs> it's a gift from me to Yep. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have good Christian fun. Good Christian fun is America. To stand up for Christ. <laughs> to stand, stand up, up for, for Christ. Christ. To stand up for the church. To stand up for the church. We love the church. It was We, a- lo- we love church. <laughs> we love going to oh church. God. Mark Ruffalo. That was Miss Wild, uh, Miss Olivia Wild, who's now bookending our theme song for like probably the last week. Hopefully, I think. She's booking the theme song. There's a video you can find of her sometime during that 2016, 2020 era where, you know, the resistance libs were really going through it. And there's a video of her with Michael Moore on her left, Mark Ruffalo on her right, chanting at a building or something. Strange, strange. I purposefully didn't look up the context for it. But given the week, the weeks, the month that she's been having... And we just wanted to pay tribute Bring it back. to her. Oh, and it was actually a listener. It was someone on Twitter that flagged this for us to put on in the theme song. Yeah, thank so you for the prompt. I, I I should look up that listener's name. And then, okay, that listener was Anna or Anna, depending on how you pronounce that. Listeners, thank you, Anna we work Anna. for you. Mm-hmm. Give us a task. We'll do it. And literally give me something to put in the theme song because I don't know what to do every he needs, week. Yeah, he's running. I'm surprised. This is the first <laughs> that you've ever said, like, I don't have... What it I've takes said that before. Every to, week to I'm do like this theme song. Last last week I did a TikTok song of of instead of you've got a friend in me, oh, you yeah. can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music, the movies, the entertainment made for made by Christians. We're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church. We're just here to have good Christian fun. Caroline, we're doing this for each other and for our audience, but we're also doing it for him. him. We're doing it for him. Not for hims. No, it's different. Use use coupon code for hims. The podcast. Get your dick back. Dad boner pills for (laughs) hims. Get that dick back. You know, before for hims, there was a natural way for dads to get their dick back. And it was listening to... The dulcet worship. tones of the original <laughs> <laughs> worship and for him. Yeah. For him, who we've, uh, they have a song called The Basics of Life, uh, which I used to play whenever you you would do your lift-ups. Do you remember that brief period? No. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, yeah. I'm sure if you played it again, I'll, I'll, it'll come rushing back. Yeah, like a like perhaps a song that triggers something in your memory from a different time, and and you Wait, you keep singing that song. I have a terrible boyfriend. Comes up, <laughs> uh, but to talk about the song, which is for future generations, we need someone of this current generation of Gen Z on Tick and or Talk, friends and folks. You may know her from her own podcast, Totally Rad, or from the Star Series Gaslit. Give it the hell up for Alyssa Sabo! Wow. Here she is. <laughs> Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia Roberts. Betty Gilpin. Alyssa Sabo. You can play a young Julia, honestly. Wow. I feel like you now need to just... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, exactly, exactly. Oh, oh, I thought you were doing. Wait, I thought you were doing down with the sickness. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were doing the close. Julia pretty always woman. did that. Oh. <laughs> down oh. with the yeah, sickness. You have it. <laughs> hey, someone, should, someone should make that. Uh, um, Julia Roberts should. doing down with the sickness and pretty woman. There's your drop. And what what a worse sickness than sex work in the 1990s? Wow. Am I right, guys? Tragic, tragic. George as was Seinfeld. the perspective of that movie. Oh yeah, he was. Wait, rude you in don't that like movie. Pretty Woman? No, I love Pretty Woman. I'm saying My the attitudes movie. of it are not super. I'm just saying Jamila Jamil would have a field day with that movie on Twitter. Your okay? favorite movie? Is it it's your number one? It's one of my favorite movies. It has shaped me in a way that I don't. What even shape? Know. What shape? Well, I feel the like slapstick I did, of it all. <laughs> I like I used to do these drawings when I was um a little girl. Uh-huh. So after I saw Pretty Woman, I saw it probably too early. Like I shouldn't have seen it. I was really young and I it like made me feel really weird, <laughs> but like good weird. But then I after I saw that movie, because I saw it at a friend's house. So like my I, parents didn't know I watched it. I became obsessed with doing this is so sad. I was obsessed with doing makeover drawings and it would bef- before and after and I would draw oh, like little yeah. hookers. <laughs> and little then I would hookers <laughs> walking down the street. <laughs> so I have all these drawings. Every woman of, like, is yes, just a before if she's little, not a hooker. <laughs> and it, it was like, but it was like little girl hook. Like I would draw these like, li- it was weird. And then oh. I would do their makeover where, and they you know, better. with the big hat and the right. polka dot dress. And well, that, that's, that, that outfit is not that's like her upscale outfit though right the polka dot dress yeah, yeah that's when she was at the horse race yeah mr so gear takes her shopping <laughs> that's like uh classy at least yes you know but i, I don't know it was just weird <laughs> Escort i became girls. really obsessed with before and after mm-hmm. after i saw that movie that and, makes total sense to me yeah yeah and you would draw so, them what would yeah. <laughs> what did your befores look like crazy <laughs> Like oh, no. cleavage. <laughs> cleavage was the before. Well, yes. And also sometimes the before was actually just um, that the person was ugly. And then the wait, after wait, was, was the cleavage. Before so that they're, there was... they're a sex worker. <laughs> and then the after is that they're like a classy yes. racehorse lady. Yes. But then sometimes oh, the before. Okay. There's, there's two <laughs> kinds of women. I thought the after was... <laughs> the girl on the street. No. Okay. Okay. So, but then. But oh, oh, yeah. I but... followed that. 
I'm sorry. sorry. I don't know why I thought someone I'm was gonna, normal. To I'll, from horses to hookers. But okay, then there right. was also sometimes the before was like nerdy, buttoned up with like a cardigan, and then the after Dusting. would include cleavage. Like a yeah. real Taylor Swift. <laughs> Essentially, you're seeing cleavage sometimes in the before, but you're also seeing cleavage in the after. Right. I that wasn't always an indicator, but yes, it was. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. But it was like yeah, little girls. Like we're just figuring out, you know, like what is a woman out. supposed to be, and what do I like. And what do I right. need to like? Try well, to and be? do you guys remember that show, What Not to Wear? Oh, of course. Yes, I was really, that, that show. show really informed a lot. Oh, my of God. Like, yeah. Stacey and Clinton, and then just like eviscerating them. And it was also like when I rewatch <laughs> it, it was kind of bad because they never really helped somebody with their own personal style. If, if somebody had wacky style, their take they was would all, like yeah. uh, cheetah print like suit coat. <laughs> yeah, they're like, and we're bringing in a bit of wacky yeah. with this pink necklace. But it was always you like know? a suit yeah. coat. I was like, they were always trying to put him in boot cut jeans and yes. a blazer. What was the yeah. peak of what not to wear? You know, Stacy. Like, what year was that? Yeah, because oh, I'm, that was that like two thousand five. Stacy has since like done a one eighty, and she's like, I don't stand by what I did on that show. Whoa, really? Yeah, like that was. It wasn't nice, and we, it was like conforming people to this certain kind of idea, and we yeah. were like taking away their own like I mean, individuality. It's so funny. It was whenever they 2003 would... to 2013. <laughs> yeah. It was right in. Yeah. And it was always watch... too about like, and we're gonna hide your belly. We're gonna yes. conceal your hip. You know, and it was they, always that. And they would wa- like my favorite part was when they were watching the people shopping. They were like, oh, oh, yeah. They're, gonna, <laughs> they're oh, like, oh, no, 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 yeah, no. Put She's that doing it again. Put that back. <laughs> and then meanwhile, the woman's like ha- almost always having a mental breakdown yes, in totally. the store, like sobbing, yeah. <laughs> like trying to like picking I'm up a white to t-shirt. Afford, you know, like I have three kids. I'm a single mom. And they're like, OK, so you're a single mom. OK. <laughs> you know who did it right, though, was Carmody. I feel like Carmody always like empowered them and they felt like good in her hands, you know, rather than. Like, I don't think I know her. She's the makeup artist. Oh, okay. Wow. You there was really Stacy. There oh, was, was Wayne. Like, I was there was Clinton, stupid. Ted, Nick, Clinton. and wow. Carmendi. Yeah. Carmendi. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. Oh, oh and then the. Carmendi. Yeah. What and not the, to wear. the hair guy was, he was, he was a wild card. Ted. I didn't trust him. That's Ted. Would you guys take me out and tell me what not to wear? Would you change my wardrobe significantly? I think I did that with you like early in our friendship. <laughs> Did you? Wait, wait. Are we <laughs> about to remember? unlock a memory? Yeah. Do you remember this? I kind of I do. I think you were like, I, didn't, I don't know what I need to wear. And at the time you were... What was he wearing? Oh. A big old schlub. What, <laughs> what was he wearing? Oh, no. The, Let me like guess. Like the early era, he, Yeah, Kermit. a little bit. Flannel. Honestly, yeah. it was like just kind of normal like guy clothes for the time. But I do remember you had like... You know, a lot of like silly t-shirts and and things like that. I had a few silly tees. What was silly the tees. silliest? And like the fit wasn't always like you know no. whatever. And so I think I had, like had you were like I w- I want to help on this, and I was like I made like a Pinterest board, and I was like here oh, you go. Wow. These are the things you need. Like I this is this. this and now. I remember oh you like God. kind of not being into it by the time I like sat down, probably because I was like way too intense. <laughs> like, oh my God. And he kind of got checked out. Yeah, and he was checked out, and then I was like, oh, this was, didn't go well. And uh, I would, l- I no would advice. pay money you to see this Pinterest now. board. Oh yeah, I know. I wish I could find it in our old text. I probably deleted it. No, what is it? The title of the Pinterest board is. It like was probably Kevin like T. Porter, <laughs> Kevin's what pretty woman cuck. moment. Yeah, <laughs> pretty woman moment. No, I my style has evolved significantly. Uh, I when I was you know like in high school, I feel like I just kind of wore like I was a track girl, so I was like 
we got to meet. I'm wearing my windbreaker today. And I just was always looking for an excuse to wear like my hoodie and jeans or my yeah. track shirt. And then like, then I definitely got into, um, you know, it's like funny when I think about like 2012 fashion, like I was hardcore owls, everything. Oh yeah. Owls. Like kind of Very like Christian girl. Regina like Spector. Kind of yeah. yeah. Like and it was girl. just like yeah, yeah, yeah. really. And then I, yeah. And then somewhere along the way, I just was like, I want to wear whatever. I love whatever. your style now. I love your style. Really? Yeah. I, I just like, I so <laughs> enjoy and, uh, the things you put together. How does everyone feel yeah, about I think your style too. No, you are like. No, you do. You're like known for your clothes now. I feel like people <laughs> think you. of you. I don't know. I think people think of you as like a guy with style. And That's you know nice. what? Yeah. The thing with like men that I think is like the best sign of style is like knowing the right, like the fit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, that's because, really yes. half the battle. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, then there's people like Adam Sandler with his like large t-shirt. Would which you I say like men love. usually skew too large for <laughs> their fits? I think they do. Okay. I think yes. they think it makes them look like yeah. bigger Big in a good way, yeah. you know, yeah. and, like more muscular or just whatever. But it actually has the opposite effect where like makes your legs look shorter. Yeah. And everything. That's like, so funny. It's like really funny. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so interesting. I definitely, you know, I'm like, on TikTok, I feel like I am on a lot of the, it's a lot of like fashion talk and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then like a guy fashion person yeah. will come up and I'm I'm like watching it and I'm just like, hobo, hobo. Because like, yeah, when yeah. a guy knows how to dress, like, and they have, they put a little effort into it. It is cool. And it like shows, yeah. it's like, oh. But is the keyword a little bit of effort? Because a lot of effort and the sort of like. Might be too well, yeah, there's a certain kind of fashionista, perhaps, in a certain genre. I mean, I guess if I don't I think we've even conceived of someone who does put a lot of effort. Really? Into yeah, his we're just own like, yeah, we're just, just like, a little shirt a masking for you know, a little uh, a belt. I wouldn't say there's a, a ton of men where yeah, it's Cup a lot of the effort. Jean, a little yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've hell's not real, like, but the bar is there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've seen some of those guys, yeah, that do like their outfits, and I think it's cool because like yeah. they're very specific a lot of the time of like. Where they're getting their little jeans and their little right. hat wall and stuff like that. And I but think it's then, fun. I like it. On the flip side, sometimes I don't know. It also like I dated this guy once who was like he like had such a specific style. And then also like because he was he had his like certain thing, like he wasn't as like welcoming with like my style. Do you know what I mean? And and yeah. I, I didn't even realize it at the time. But yeah, he would buy me clothes and I was like, oh, wow, a plain gray T-shirt right. with a matching <laughs> like, oh, gray pants. You don't know me at all. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And then, I, you know, he would be like, yeah, that's just like really good. And then I would like put that on and I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I feel like a rich woman. Like, that's the thing about rich people. They do kind of wear like monochrome. They do. <laughs> and like, yeah. They Speaking do. of rich people, this, this is the thing I think about a lot is Nick Kroll comedian stand up you can see him in don't worry darling in theaters now he was always you know back in the day when he was starting out in new york he came from a lot of money and he dressed pretty well and he didn't did dress rich like it didn't look he wasn't wearing suits and stuff when he did stand up like Mulaney or anything mm-hmm. but he always had like nice button ups and they were well fitted and they were good pants and stuff and he used to take pride in it and then he i he talked about it in some interview he said i realized 
that I was dressing well because I was making up for how completely insecure I was and how bad I felt. So now whenever I see that in wow. other guys, I feel like they're making up for that. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that interview was like, I don't know, 10 years ago <laughs> that he had that perspective. That guys that dress well. It's so, well, that's so weird because when, yeah. I, when I've been feeling my most insecure is when I was dressing poorly. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah? yeah, like yeah. you're almost trying to camouflage. Well, because you know? yes, like, I didn't hi. want anybody to see me. I didn't yeah. understand my own sense of style, so I would just like wear what everybody else was wearing and try and hope that I looked like you know what I mean presentable. Yeah. But now that I feel more secure in myself, I feel like I can express myself and kind That's of nice. wear something. I feel like also when you're more secure about your own style too, you're a lot more permissive with how other people dress, and you don't yeah. become like the judgy fashion person. That's totally. like, oh yeah, I see you're wearing. Like orange with this and that. That's an interesting color. Right, you know, like right. I feel like that's there's there's a side of like loving fashion where it, it does become a way to like dominate people, you know, or to like yeah. be more judgmental. And then there's the side where it's like, oh, I actually have just now access that this is a way for me to like have Express. expression. Yeah. To like put on a character I wanted to put on today right. or whatever. And that and I can see other people do it and I don't feel a way about no, how they I would dress. Never be you know, like, what are you wearing? No. Like I would I think it's more just like my own I would never ask a woman what she's wearing. I would <laughs> simply never to, to the topic at hand for the Sunday morning, was that an opportunity for anything in particular? Oh when it was like, okay, I will be seen by Groups wow. of friends, some strangers. I'm going to say hi to some people. Potential when I, future husband. When I walk into that. Yeah. And then it's like Sunday morning versus like the community group or the Bible study. Oh. Like different. Did you, either of you have any guiding philosophies other than like modesty crap probably, but like any yeah. guiding philosophies for how you would put a thing together? I will just say for totally. myself, I have. You had, you had a foot. Sundays. No, I what I was gonna say is I have mortifying memories of like cut to nine years ago wearing all sorts of colored pants. Uh, at yeah, a no, Purple we were pants, all doing that. Mustard yellow pants. Yeah. Red pants. I had, I had blue pants. Yes. Ooh, Wait, so you were wearing jeans were like a purple thing. pants to church. Yeah, you and had like, like a zany style. Like uh, that's <laughs> Oh you, my god. You used to be famous. <laughs> oh no. You did. Oh, yeah. No. Was this at like reality? This was at reality LA. Okay, but I so, saw that as like I, confident. You know, like, oh yeah. Like it's easy as a dude to just wear blue and I black. Gotta all be the time. And yeah. that's like kind <laughs> of what that's I do also, now. <laughs> Well, that's also like I lived in Dallas in like 2012, which was like the height of like men wearing salmon shorts and like boat <laughs> shoes. In Dallas, they were doing like that's East Coaster yes, cosplay. To church, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And like, so, but I, I guess remember, that was like a Southern guy thing. Too. I remember being like, yeah, I was really like, when I was kind of like an adult in church, because ultimately, like, when, mm -hmm. yeah, when I was in like middle school and high school for church, of course, like, I mean, I don't know what it was like for you guys, but my yeah. mom came from like Southern Baptist. So we had to look our freaking best, like oh, wow. our absolute best. And we had to wear dresses skirts like we were never allowed to wear jeans yeah, or anything like not even khakis mm -hmm. not even khakis um not even khakis no i had to be dressed to the nine. <laughs> oh my god and so i was very then whenever i kind of like moved to texas and was kind of going to a church there i still kept that because i was like this is the lord's day and you will yeah i show yourself yeah but then i like started to like 
then I felt weird because everybody else was in jeans and I was like wearing like a gown. <laughs> a gown. <laughs> like a nighty. Yeah, I was a wearing a nightgown. like a skirt no, no. suit. But I'm in these like colonial, I mean, I definitely like, you guys know my like love of like Elizabeth Elliot and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So I was very like colonial and, you know, I mean, yeah, I just like. Wait, you loved Elizabeth Elliot for the fashion? <laughs> everything. I loved everything about her. I loved that she Elizabeth was, was in Milan. Right. She was in Letters. Paris. <laughs> the, candlelight. the girl I dated in high school for like two weeks, her name was Elizabeth Elliot. Weird. That's and isn't that cool. interesting? That different, is different gal. Yeah. Yeah. But Much I don't know. End of your sphere? What's that? No. no I, but on. I always felt like then even as an adult, like even for church as an adult, I was like, okay, for church, like you wear your best. Yeah. Your best. <laughs> the yeah. most expensive, the nicest, because it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain well, it. Well, the kid too, it's like, what other expensive. occasion did you have? Right. You know, it was just like, yeah. I don't know. I this just is sort of the premise behind the popular preachers and sneakers account, right? That we wear our Whoa. best, which is well, nine thousand dollars shoes, I mean, yeah, to which we run was... to our mistresses. Wow. <laughs> that is like interesting to see that that sort of thing, like those preachers wearing those like Gucci, and like I'm just like what? Like I, I don't know. That's it's like really so funny because of course when I say my best and my most expensive, I'm talking like my forty dollar pair of jeans as opposed to my ten dollar exactly. leggings, or you know what yeah. I mean, like. But I don't know. It, it it really does. Like if I were to walk into a church today and I were to see one of those like pastors, mm -hmm. I I just would not take them seriously at all. You turn around. I want up. my pastor to be wearing a wife a potato <laughs> bag. Wait, a wife? I don't think we call that that anymore. Wife, no, wife pleasers. Wife pleasers. Wife pleasers. <laughs> yeah. I want my um, pastor yeah. in a wife pleaser. Same. I want, want my pastors <laughs> to just be like barely scraping by, you know? <laughs> Norm I want to be naked. I actually want to I want to see the gap tag hanging naked. out of his collar. Exactly. I want to see the gap tag. Or Old Navy. Heck, heck. Old Heckin, Navy. yeah. Old Navy, yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I know. guess it's weird. Yeah. What did you like? Yeah. What did you get? Was, and then did you dress? Because I also did dress to impress because I always thought was I was going to maybe meet my future. Well, husband. yeah, and it was the market. I feel like I always had the intention of like dressing my best on Sunday, but I am not a morning person. So Sunday morning would always roll around and I would just be furious and just like. But weren't you a second <laughs> service gal? Furious. You were a nooner, right? Uh, later, but like in college, which was, you know, prime time for dating, yeah. you know, meeting. Meeting the meat. Oh, yeah. Uh, Meeting the meat. That was like all of my friends only went to the 8 a.m. service for God knows why. What it was 9 a.m. Your brain turned into 8 a.m. I think I had to wake up at 8 a.m. Okay. or something. Anyway, so that <laughs> wow. always meant like maybe a skirt, you know, and, and then that was like my bet. And then by the time the service else. was over, it was noon and I was like really regretting how little effort I'd put well, into did like you my hair. Like, yeah, did you feel like too <laughs> during that time? Like I remember feeling like I have to dress feminine. And I, there were these girls in college mm. that I wanted to be like in yeah. their clique. And they had the like flouncy scarves, the floral skirts. And like I was like always been, I've always been like um like a tomboy. And I remember like trying to dress like them. And I always felt so 
freaking uncomfortable. But like, I, yeah, I would just like see them. And even the way they like carried themselves like in their like little ballet flats and they're like, and I was like tumbling <laughs> yes. over like, hey girls. They're cute like Bible carrier, <laughs> like cover. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I got blisters on my ballet flats. So I wore these like stockings. <laughs> my ballet flats got too much like, stink in them. Yeah. I just felt yeah. so like. I'm imagining you as that cartoon you see in Tex Avery shorts from the 40s. Like the woman that's like, oh my. Oh yeah, oh my. my God. I was like Helga Pataki. Like, <laughs> I mean, she wears a feminine outfit, but she ain't feminine. Yeah, the women that were like pulled together for yes. an early morning service, I was always just like, how? Blouncy curls. Anyways, but yeah, I was like, I and was it trying trickles to be the down Proverbs from the stage. 31 mm-hmm. yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way the woman who would lead the worship on a Sunday morning was dressed. That kind of set the, whatever the standard I feel was. Like that's right. The, the women worship leaders, from what I remember, always like looked beautiful, but in like a sort of undone way. You know, oh. like like a drape, <laughs> like a shirt that was really drapey and like a yeah. long skirt. And, like effort, effort, Effortless. Effortlessly dumpy, beautiful. Wow. <laughs> dumpy, gorgeous. So I think also true. they were probably just like al- already very beautiful, you know, and then I, like I it took like little effort for them the to like look good. I feel yeah. like, the, like there was that, but then there was also like the Carrie Jobs where she was wearing, she was kind of like a Zoe Deschanel. Oh, <laughs> like really? Tur- but turns out the she and him and that was... Him was Trump. <laughs> yeah. Because exactly. they went to the White House. Remember that? Oh, yes. yes that yes, picture yes, yes. where they're all like laying hands on him. Oh, in the yeah. Oval oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she, remember, she had kind of, she was like more, so I feel like I was like a big Carrie Job, like yeah. was a big influence. And I was like, I gotta wear these like yeah. big floral. So to be clear, your fashion influences were Elizabeth Elliot, Carrie <laughs> Joby. <laughs> oh, it's Joby? I think oh, so. Bad. I think it's Joby. I, I could bad. be wrong about that. Carrie Joby. Chester Cheeto. Oh. <laughs> Chester Cheeto. And Chester Cheeto. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Helga. <laughs> and Helga. Helga always yes. is very feminine. Those were my... Dress yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is... I mean, of course, I remember... I have, like, the most infamous memory of, like, a kid... And I was very late bloomer, you know, didn't have, and this is kind of like a sad story the more I think about it. Let's go. Because, um, so I remember I came out one time wearing, and I was like 12, but I just, I had no, I had nothing, I had no like body. Like I was just, you know what I mean? I looked like a seven year old. Right. And then I was wearing like a skirt and then my mom was like, no, Alyssa, like that skirt is too short. And I was like, no, like, what are you talking about? And like, also our church was just like all old people. And I was, and she was like, you do not want your brother in Christ to stumble. And I was like, nobody's going to stumble. They're 70. <laughs> and, and then she was like, they might. And I was like, mom, they might. they're all like 80. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like, but now years. that I think about it, that is really like sad. If you think about like, <laughs> it is sad. Like, like you know yeah. I mean? like, like her old. Do you think that was truly her intent? I don't know. I don't think it was. But yeah, she was just like, I was like, nobody's going to stumble. And she was like, they might. They might stumble. <laughs> oh, but grief. also I think what my mom was trying to do was like early on get that in my brain of like no matter what your body is, like cover it up. Yes. Which is like like so... anything could be read as sexy. Even yes. as a 12 year old yeah. who felt like a seven year old. Looked like a seven year old. Yeah. Yeah. Still you don't want to be sexy. So yeah. So like even now still I like have a problem a little bit like being sexy and like showcasing my figure yeah it gets weird yeah i still don't know if it's like okay i'm like oh my pants are a little tight i better yeah put something over it feels new yeah Yeah. that seems like one of those reflexes like the way caroline and i have talked about when someone says the earth is six million years old we're like 
Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It is. <laughs> Where it takes a say. Where it's no, like, when you're dressing totally. you to be like, uh, yeah, I can uh, yeah. wear I'm this. Like, oh, yeah, I'm allowed to do yeah. that. Yeah. Like, this, nothing bad even will like, happen. Even when you do it, you have to think about it. For Every there's time. There's a little beat. Right. It's like, I have to be like, yeah, like, like this is okay. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but then I'm like, yeah, I'm like, isn't my brother gonna stumble? And I do think about that, like, you know, even with like with performing, right? Like with stand up, it, it's also just like it, apart from yeah, like what's your mentality when you're on? Stage? Well, because like, yeah, because like I've done shows. I remember I did a stand up show once where I like looked really nice and I like had a full face of makeup. I I really like looked good and I mm-hmm. wore a nice outfit. And honestly, nobody laughed. Huh. People like were against me. Yeah. Against and then, you. yeah, well, also because maybe my material is me being like, I'm a loser, I'm an ugly loser. And then the next day, I did like the same exact set. I looked all greasy. I had just gotten like dumped. I looked bad. And I did the same exact set that I did when I looked nice. And the whole, everybody was like, ooh, wow. give her the Oscar. That sucks. That's interesting. <laughs> it was really interesting. So that is something that I do often. So now I think sometimes when I get ready to perform, you know, obviously sometimes I'm doing characters. So I'm like totally like lost in my character's wardrobe. But yeah, when the it's last time me, I saw you perform, you were wearing a mustache, I believe. Yeah, I was <laughs> Danny were, Beckman probably. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like now, so I have a show tonight and I'm like, yeah, what do I want to wear? And like you, you kind of like then now I kind of am like, I want the audience to be able to like understand, like to focus on just like my material. And I don't want to be like, like I wouldn't be wearing like a form-fitting gown like you know what I mean because then they're gonna be like why is she wearing that is this too much of a stretch to say and this is a I don't even know the point I'm trying to make but in the same way that the aesthetics of what you're wearing and just fashion stuff might be an impediment to the audience like receiving your comedy and your performance in the same way, going to like a mosaic and seeing Erwin McManus at 65 yes. years old with paint splattered jeans. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this shit. This like yes. fucking fake guru totally. who cares about $12,000 hoodies and stuff. Well, yeah, I, think I guess right. no one likes a try hard. Unless, you know? unless like, it's like yeah. part of your thing. Like you said, John Mulaney wearing a suit and like Natasha, whatever her name Legero? is. Yeah, I thought it was Legero. And then I was like, Kevin's going to correct me. <laughs> but you know, she legit. would wear like her dresses and stuff, but that's also like part of her thing. Like, her like she's like, like I'm, I'm fabulous. fabulous. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, my character or like my stand-up persona is me being like, I'm awkward. So I think I have to kind of dress in a way that's like not like it's you know what I mean? Like you don't want to like you just that's have to. That's so kind weird of, that yeah. you have to like dress like a caricature you do. in some way I, I of think like whatever you're trying to present. I think a little bit. I say play mm. with it more and find out what happens because well, I, I feel like your clothes and like enhance my understanding of you. Yes. You know, and like and it's like you don't audiences wanna, are dumb. You I don't, don't always want to have a joke. <laughs> except about, for ours. We except love for ours. You don't want to have a joke about like what you're wearing. But like yeah, I, I do I have like bits and jokes about like my love for like vintage and wearing dead people's clothes. So usually <laughs> I am in like something vintage and that, that is like, like and they're like, oh that's why she's wearing that kooky sparkle yeah, shirt. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she likes vintage because she's kind of effed up. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, that's, but it is like, it's fun. And obviously, yeah, I'm like, but I also, even just like growing up with Christianity, I also feel like even thinking about what I'm wearing and talking about clothes is so vain and like not totally. furthering the kingdom of God. You mean putting effort into style feels like vanity? Yeah. And feels like, 
what is the point? You need to be out winning souls for Christ. Why are you trying to accessorize your freaking pleated pants? (laughs) You know what I mean? It was kind of this like unwinnable fight of like, you need to look like a woman. You need to look good. You need to look put together. But also you shouldn't be thinking about it at all because that's like time you could have spent Spent thinking about God, you know? Totally. Or like, yeah, or or spending money or putting effort in it away. Yes, or even with makeup. I have so many journal entries where I'm like... (laughs) I have this one I found the other day where I was like, Lord, I spent 25 minutes doing my hair and putting makeup on. And I went to class. And I went to class. And of course, it rained on my hair and my makeup was a sm- like a smattered. And that was time that I should have been in your word. This is literally word for word what I said. I was like, I yeah, should have been like in your every word. Minute. And I was like, so I felt like I was being chastised. And that's why I, my hair it was went, like a my hair went yeah. flat. Man, I hate that. But that was like why. And I was like, I should have been in your word. But anyways, so that's, I don't know if everybody feels that. I was yeah, really no. I think I felt like maybe not to that level, but like definitely that, that yeah. kind of thing. Or if you did put a lot of effort in like you definitely weren't supposed to like mention it you yes know? yeah or, like oh, it wasn't it like a like one minute to get ready and, uh, yeah, yeah, while yeah. i was doing it I was again it was like the low effort beautiful like that was kind of the vibe Club. but also like yeah. she had like you know 16 feet long of hair which you definitely have to like maintain condition yeah to like make it work <laughs> yeah. blow and, out yeah my, my equivalent of that was in 2013 putting on my bright mustard yellow wow. pants my best harmonica and <laughs> No, that was more 2011. Like, sincerely? No, I did not. You didn't do the hats. I didn't do hats. You had the hair. But I did do vests. I did do the I am obsessed. I like love There's a little period. It's very like Matthew West. (laughs) Little Jason Mraz. Very Matthew Schuster. Okay, Jason (laughs) Mraz. Or Matthew Morrison. Yeah, Will Schuster. Will Schuster. Put some respect on his name. That's my hero. (laughs) Guys, Jason Mraz follows me on Insta. Really? Which is my greatest accomplishment. Are you going to DM him and say, Am I yours? (laughs) I want. To be his friend. I think he actually grew up with Christianity. I don't know for sure. I've seen like, him in a few TikToks. He seems all right. He, he loves avocados grown, He now. might have grown up Christian. Because I'm like, why else would he follow me? But I think because I think he found my old Christian teen journals. Or maybe he just... I don't trust him. Really? That's just a gut instinct Jason? I have. Yeah. Well, the I, there's something about him. Really I love prophet. him. He <laughs> follows me on Instagram. <laughs> I love him so much. Caroline's views don't reflect Alyssa's my, views. Caroline's views don't reflect my views. All yeah. Maria's. Yeah, yeah, we can all have different opinions on that. Totally. It is a beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I no, think his okay. music really helped me through a lot of stuff. Like that song. I'm yours. I won't give up on us. us. I like listen to that song. Like They were playing that in the OR as they took your liver out. <laughs> yeah. Shut the Oh, and they're all like all the doctors are like bopping like, along to it not, and my liver's like singing like, I, I won't give up it's, har- it's doing the harmonies <laughs> <laughs> and they like throw the liver away and like the new liver's like I'm yours oh gracious well, I think on that note, we need to take a little break and then talk about Fashion Pod. Another... Yeah, sorry, this was. No, I love it. Pod. No, this We've is never great. This is a different way to get into it. Yeah, no, that's close. great. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, imagine a world, if you will, where you have an extra hour in your day. What are you going to do with it? 
Are you gonna go for a run? Are you gonna take a nap? Are you gonna read a book? Are you, hey, you know, listeners of this show, are you gonna pray? Are you gonna perhaps read not only a book, but maybe the good book? Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what it is that's important to you and to make that a priority. And guess what can help you do that? Therapy. Therapy can help you find what matters to you. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And I can attest to this personally. I've been in therapy for 11 years now and it has helped me tremendously to figure out my priorities, to figure out where my time is going and why and how to focus on the things I need to focus on and shy away from the things that I actually don't care about, but I just kind of get in autopilot and I'm not feeling and dealing and tuning into my body in real time. Therapy helps with all of that. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GoodChristianFun today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GoodChristianFun. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to you know solving a problem and you realize that mm-hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat you can easily injure and or maim yourself as well yeah you don't want to do that no. angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie Angie.com. Thank you. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by See The Thing Is, another podcast. We want to tell you about a podcast we think you're going to love. It's called See The Thing Is, and it's hosted by Grammy Award-winning R&B artist Bridget Kelly and media personality Mandy B. Every week, Bridget Kelly and Mandy B offer grown, honest, and slightly toxic perspectives on all things music, pop culture, and of course, dating and relationships, everyone's favorite topics. Do you have a hard time finding new music? Are you a millennial who misses what life was like in the 2000s? Are you interested in multiple perspectives on relationships and dating? Are you interested in a podcast that holds all genders to account? 
See, The Thing Is is a podcast that allows space for a wide range of thoughts and emotion. Most recently, the ladies have sat down with Ari Lennox, Van Lathan, and D. Ray McKesson. Join Bridget and Mandy every week as they update you on everything going on in the world with their polarizing hot takes. Subscribe to See The Thing Is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. Singles Ministry. I could sound like that guy. You sound like this guy pretty much. Yeah. Almost note for note. Singles Ministry, the format in which we take one single song and talk about it for the entirety of the second half of the episode. This week, it's for him doing a song called For Future Generations. For him. Came out of Mobile, Alabama. They got 10 Dove Awards. They got a Grammy nomination. It is four boys, Andy Christman, Mark Harris, Marty Magee, and Kirk Sullivan. Marty Magee? Marty Magee. <laughs> wow. His, his mom was a big MJ fan. Magee. Right. So she Think named his last name after, <laughs> after that. Uh, so they met when as and formed a little vocal group in the 60s. Kind of the an oh. early One Direction, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and who's the Harry? Who's the Zane? <laughs> who's the Harpo? Who Harpo. Else? <laughs> who's the uh, JC? Who's the Curly? Justin. Who's the Mo? <laughs> who's the who's Posh? The Larry? Who's the Cheech? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you to decide. Uh, but yes, it was like a vocal group. It was like an adult boy band, an adult yeah. man band, wow. essentially. Yeah. I was shocked that it was in the 60s that they started. Yes. Were they like 10 years old or something? No, I mean, they're but they old don't band. have any of their 60s music on Spotify, just um, 90s. No, this is when they met. No, and, and for well, 30 years later. Yeah, for him as a group, it was not really active until 1990. The group was founded in 1990, but these guys met in the late 60s. Late so they 60s. were friends, yes. Okay, wow. okay. Before Maybe they were lovers. Or, yeah, wow. Uh, Ancient. Yes, three representatives from Benson Records attended concerts of their uh, band, which was Rotating Men and Women, and they were called Truth. That was in the name of the band. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it was the truth. truth in the late 80s. And then uh, Benson Records uh, approached the quartet, said they wanted to use them and create uh, a new group. So they took the four guys from that band and made for him. And that's kind of wow. the origin. This is like, I don't know if there's a, a comparison nowadays for this. Like there's boy bands, which even then is still kind of like few and far between. But like, they don't really do a lot of like ballad vocal groups anymore. Like, why was there tenors. such a demand for that at the time? You know? <laughs> well, I think I think in the gospel tradition, like vocal groups was a part of it, right? Yeah. Like going back to, you know, Edwin Hawkins and his singers and, you know, the soulsters that Sam Cooke was a part of. So that was like ingrained, I think, in the genre of like gospel. So this is like they were masters. <laughs> I masters, agree. <laughs> Did you know the masters? They're called the primaries, actually. Really? Yeah. No, I'm just. Oh, kidding. well, like yeah, that Taylor's was I actually that was my first <laughs> introduction to singing. We would sing with this group of people called the. They were the masters, and it was like a gospel quartet. 
me and my sisters would like guest with them. It was like the Sabo sisters with the master. Wow. The master. They were like, yeah, they were singing like, oh, victory in Jesus, master, forever. How many Sabo sisters? Three. Whoa. All but three yeah, we, of you? We would do like little church picnics and churches. And, yeah. So I that was like my first initial like singing experience was like with this like weird gospel and I don't think they're like famous now the gospel group we grew up listening to the most in our household was the Gaither vocal band which included Mr. Mark Lowry and then Bill and Gloria Gaither that's what the masters were like they were emulating they were trying to be like them have you seen this have you heard this one song by the Gaither it was going around on TikTok as a like not Christian thing they have a song about coffee that they sing while sitting at a table together I did I found it on YouTube. Sing it, Bill. One, two, three, four. I love coffee. Oh yeah, this is an old I song. Yeah. yeah. I love the Java Java and it loves me. <laughs> coffee and tea what? and the Java and me. Kind of rips. A cup, a cup, a cup, a cup. Oh my a gosh. Boy. Anyway. <laughs> There's this song I like called Satan is Real by the Lurvin Brothers. <laughs> like that kind of stuff is like their harmony. You should look that up and play it. It's like Satan is real. <laughs> and it's like, but it's like the harmony, like even listening to it now, I'm like, obviously these lyrics are insane, but it is the best like harmonies. And I think him in this world. Yeah, this is nice. Oh, I like this Listen. is Everly Brothers style. Satan is real. <laughs> it's so funny. Me checking Twitter. <laughs> but it's like so nice, right? It's tight. But, but like the 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 harmonies are like the point, right? Yes. Like that's the showcase. That is like the point yeah. of the music, and that's why you like, like point it. Point of Grace. Remember, yeah. they did a lot of harmonies. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. this one, it's like it's kind of like there's the main guy, and then there's like the backup singers totally. kind of going on. There, it's not like oh, we're a barbershop quartet. You know, isn't that exciting yeah. to see us do this right. trick? It's like just Justin let Timberlake us just, like, put out a vibe. <laughs> it's Christian just and I think that's the nature of the songwriting too. Yeah, so it's and this was. Popular. This like, song this was insane. Pop- I don't. This did you guys know this so band funny. growing up? I sure did. No. Oh, no, I no, sure I didn't. Did. But yeah. I knew this song for some reason. Oh, you did? It's like is, in my psyche. This oh my is God. from uh, a 1994 album called The Ride. And it's. Like, a, I love this. It's very 80s. It's very. This is a TBN telethon. This is a song called For Future Generations. The signs are obvious. They are everywhere. I love that synthesizer. Is <laughs> the gloom and despair. Too many would be prophets saying it's the end of it all. Cause Mother Earth can take much more. The hammer's gone. Imagine being there. <laughs> and have your live change. Smile on his face. Oh my god. Here we go. Here we go. They're in an arena. 
those other three guys might as well not be there. I know, Trey. Uh, yeah. I would be Tim. I'd be so pissed if I was I in would this be group. the lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to be the lead. This is like that category of songs that are like really gratifying if you're the person singing it mm-hmm. and then it's like not fun for everyone who has to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so what it's else like, did you put in that I category? I feel like a lot of like the special music at church was just like, oh yeah, the singer is like enjoying the fact that they're crushing go. this song. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it's not like great. Yeah. You, know? you raise me up, Core. Yeah. That might be great because you do get the big note, you know? There's just a lot of songs like that. Oh. Well, this is also, like, I can see what they're trying to do with this song. Like, I mean, even just the, the lyric, like, lyrically, it's, like, what hitting is, all yeah. of that. Like, I won't compromise right. my faith. People are like, going to ask they, us like, to compromise, and yeah. we and won't. So, like, if I were to be listening to this, you know what I mean? I would have been like, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, well, like, I perceived. But the threat is not what you think it is. I, right. I, I, there's actually a first act twist yeah, there really <laughs> in was. this song. The signs are obvious. They're everywhere. All we hear about is gloom and despair. Sounds like 2022 to me. Too many would-be prophets saying it's the end of it all because Mother Earth can't take much more. The hammer's going to fall. <laughs> so nature Mother has Earth. its needs. That's a lesson learned. But it appears to me there's actually greater concerns because <laughs> we can't save the planet thinking we will somehow survive. But Father Time is calling us to save somebody's life. So it's like climate change might be real, but fuck that. People I, are going to die. We need to so get them saved. Such a funny like, anti-climate change song. I was I'm shocked. Because I thought it was very like pro-environmentalism at first. No. It was like, oh, yeah, this is a big deal. We need to take care. No, that was not all, all it's the It's not message. even climate denying. It's, it's not denying. It's, it's just like, like, it's not that big a deal. We got bigger fish to fry. That, and I used to be, like, I used to 100% like buy into this. Like, I would have been saying this sort of thing, like, oh, you worried about climate change? What about when you die? Yeah, yeah. Where will you be going? <laughs> what about all the souls going to hell yeah, today? I, like, was, <laughs> so I feel like it's just Shocking. so funny. And, like, well, the I, way they say it's a lesson and learned like oh that's noted you yeah. know that the planet is burning yes. <laughs> but otherwise we have other things your yeah. soul the course is i won't bend and i won't break and i won't water down my faith i won't compromise in a world of desperation what has been i cannot change oh, but yeah, for like, tomorrow it's and already today, happening i must be alive for <laughs> imagine them like singing this to like greta <laughs> yeah right <laughs> A one woman <laughs> like a, a performance, a private yeah. concert. She's like, no, Earth is dying. He's like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's a good impression. You should be it worried just about your future. It doesn't to me generation. either. She's like the combo really of these two things, it's like the like animals oh. are being uh, factory farmed, but. I'm going to heaven. You know, it's like these are not. I, I don't understand like the the line they're drawing. Like for somehow accepting climate change means that they're like watering down their faith and they refuse well, to do that. It comes from this improv term called game. So the game is something. <laughs> what's wait, the game of the scene? What's the game of the scene? What's the point? Yeah. You know, is it two peas in a pod? Is it like every time the doctor tries to do surgery, he falls down or something? <laughs> That's the game of the scene. I love that. So what's the scene? <laughs> every time the doctor does surgery, hey, he falls really down. That always gets he me. Faints. <laughs> and what they're doing is they're saying like, okay, the game is uh, an existential threat to humankind. But then what they're doing is like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Earth, planet Earth, Mother Nature, blah, blah, blah. 
but you think that's bad. And then they're raising the game oh, I see. to an even yeah. further they're like, height. Guess what's the worse stakes than are high. Yeah, like change. of course, like we want to, yeah, of course, animals. Uh, we want to save them and stuff, but also, um, you are gonna go to hell. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's- so I can't be concerned about like an animal. Because you know what I mean? Like, like I've got bigger. That? And right. I wonder what the, I mean, I think mid nineties, this is 94. So the environmentalism discourse in mainstream media must've been of such a tenor that it was almost topical in a way yeah. where they were like, Hey, you know, like that. It was almost like a fun in. Into yeah. Life. It was like so the funny. new thing people are like obsessed about. This sort of Christian narcissism that's, makes whatever is going on in the world about your faith. Yeah, somehow, totally. yeah. It's just some, it's somehow just supposed to be well, a distraction or challenge to yes. what you believe. But also, like, if I feel like they would say, it's not necessarily that they would say, oh, you're making it about your faith, but, but you know, when you're, like, such a hardcore Christian, it's like, well, you see everything through the lens of, right. of God and Jesus, so, like, everything revolves around yeah. that. You know what I mean? So it's like, even, like, Paddington... <laughs> Like you can find a way where like, okay, um, Paddington is about allegory. a bear that like is nice and has morals, but you can't just have morals. You need to have Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? Like everything mm-hmm. can be like seen in that light. So Paddington, to be clear, is, is going, actually to going to hell. Well, like, that's assuming he has so a hot. Oh no. I mean, that's assuming Paddington has a soul. But that's, you yeah. Know, which is like, soul. But I feel like that's all he's an animal. I would have talked like that. I would have been like, I get it. You think Paddington is the nice guy? (laughs) Yeah, like stop being obsessed with you know Mr. Rogers. He has Jesus into his heart. He doesn't believe in you know Paddington's words are filthy rags. Yeah, (laughs) well, Paddington is a different kind of tulip neighbor. God will say, I never knew you, Paddington. (laughs) Depart from me, little bear. For I never knew you. Bear. That's so sad to think. But that. you know that's what I mean, up. though. Like that's how I used to be. I was that way. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, whatever issue people are worried about, it's like irrelevant. You know, it's yeah. like oh, it's just yet another <laughs> distraction from like the yes. main issue, which is sin and Satan. Right. You know, like right. or Satan. Satan is using this. But it's weird because like they don't even. I think it would almost make more sense if they just denied that the climate was like a problem at all. But they're like, no, it is. Yeah. However, that is really funny. But that they're it, like, actually, the idea yeah, that you can't have, have both, you know, where like we should also be working on making sure we like fix climate issues and yeah. save as many and damn maybe, souls. In maybe the meantime. there are some Christians that do care about there's, climate. There's a shit ton. There's, there's all the Shane Claiborne totally. types yeah. and all yeah. the Red Lair Christians. It is so funny, though, that the, what is the bridge? The bridge is looking into the eyes of children, knowing that tomorrow's at stake. When the choice is up to them, will they have the strength to say, we won't bend and we won't break? So it's essentially, will they have the strength to also say, environmental stuff is not that big of a deal? That's yeah. so funny. What a I don't funny worry song. about it that or, much. Or well, like, but, it yeah. doesn't matter if we survive the climate apocalypse if we're not like worshiping God or right. like right. saved or whatever. Wow. Just, just just insane what is it what is in revelation at the the new earth the new creation it's a city it is a city the new earth becomes a metropolitan well, area yeah yes. therefore we don't need to care <laughs> we don't care what happens right. to new earth. in right. the meantime yeah that's right damn <laughs> i'm like sitting here kind of having like an existential crisis because i'm like am i still like operating in that mindset a little bit like 
not really, but you know what I mean? Like, is there still a part of me that like when someone talks about, I'm like, well, yeah, but you know, like, <laughs> like, oh, oh, it's not that. Yeah. Well, yeah you're probably, you know you're being I mean? a little like, like, catastrophizing. I yeah. Just like, yeah, I think whatever. the answer like in this obnoxious debate me bro way is probably yes. Just given that we don't believe now that it's actually saving souls. that's more important than environmentalism, but given where our time and attention goes every day, it's like, Oh, my relationship. That's more important than your commitment to fighting whatever green fit. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Like in in day-to-day decisions. Sure. But it's not it like just because the material of your priority is not a faith-related thing. But I but don't I see never- my my re- relationships as like a heroic act either, you that's, know. That's the good point. Yeah. And I yeah. would never say to somebody cuz like I do what I can to like help the environment in the little ways that I can. You know what I mean? Like I try not to bathe. <laughs> Alyssa, yeah. actually, I feel like maybe yeah. you should care about the environment a little bit less yeah. for I everybody. Mean, I would never be like, I would never like deny it and then try to like lift up whatever other cause. I think that's what's like funny about it. But yeah, I don't know. yeah but people do that all the time. Too. I feel like this is like a similar vein when someone's like, we need to work on the minimum wage. And someone else will be like, how can we work on the minimum wage when mental health is not taking like yeah. pay for or whatever. Just like, says, how can we work on mental health yeah, when Roe when v. Wade, you know, you can do Africa all that. is yeah. still going through this or whatever. You know, it's always like this this battle like, of who's got the biggest priority. How can we try priority. to go to like space when people on Earth Yeah. Actually, I think are, that one's fair. I actually do believe <laughs> that. one I got to agree That one I'm behind. That one I'm good. That um, one I was like pretty if good. if I have the opportunity <laughs> to go to space, yeah, I would like I to would. go, please. <laughs> JPL, please keep and up your a little work. dick ship. We do a segment on this show sometimes called Cover Me. Oh, no. Oh, he was a little shy. Oh, he was. Hey, come out, Bruce. It's called Cover Me. Here we go. I think he's about to announce an album full of covers. And I don't know how I feel about <gasps> really? that. Really? Wow. I feel a little How is mixed the Bruce community it. responding? Well, my group chat the is Bruce a little <laughs> iffy on the it. Bruce thus far. Immunity. The Bruce community. And we do keep in touch. Don't you? I think that would be fun, right? It could be. He released one album of covers called The Seeger Sessions. Bitch we shall better ever... have my money. <laughs> Yellow <laughs> diamonds in the light. That's really good. That's a good impression. I want him to do a feature on Midnight. I would look forward to that. It has Taylor to happen. And Bruce? No, what? Taylor wouldn't because she's like, I'm sorry, you're simply too dusty. And I'm trying to stay, re- I'm barely relevant as it is. He literally <laughs> did Taylor. a collab with Killers called Dustland Fairy Tale. The Killers? Because he's been there? Yeah, because yeah, he's the mayor of about- Dustland. <laughs> like covers in general, I I have like a hard time with them. But when I do, every now and then I'll hear one that I really like, but it's not often. But my like initially when I before I knew good music, I was hosting karaoke mm-hmm. oh, and man. I would this was how I was introduced to Prince, who's like now one of my favorite singers. I heard a cover, a.k.a. somebody doing it at karaoke. And I was like, great <laughs> stuff. What that was, was that good? <laughs> Who is this and then guy? I went was home. it Purple Rain? No, yeah. it was actually I Would Die For You, which Ooh. is like my favorite Prince song. So then I went home that night at like three in the morning, listened to the actual Prince song. And I was like, holy oh, shit. Yeah, but like, that's I good. feel like Taylor has like the she does. She covers Betty Davis eyes, which I like love. But sometimes I'm like, I just like am offended by covers. Sometimes well, they're not an improvement. Well, there is one cover Taylor does that is legitimately offensive. Which one? And she does. Oh, Earth, Wind and Fire. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard this, one. right? But I like Maybe. her Betty Davis eyes cover. Have you heard it? 
Uh, I have not. She does September. No, not like this. The way. There is hey, a, I love it. There's there's a wonderful video of a young black woman playing it for her mom and grandmother, and they look so. <laughs> what a, oh, that's she's really, dying yeah. laughing. Oh gosh! Fair enough. Uh, there was there was a cover of this uh, song, "Future Generations" by Africa Brothers, featuring featuring Eon Leroux. So even. Years and years later, it's inspiring all sorts of covers. These are gentlemen oh, wow. on Zoom in space. And they're looking I at the planet as love the thing in this video. On the moon. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, now they're in space. Whoa. Oh. Sure. Anyway. That was nice. That's the only decent cover I could find. Anytime song. a song has the word compromise in it and and they're saying I won't compromise. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like really think about I love that. the song about think compromising. Think about how many times, like <laughs> any time in your life when you hear somebody say, I will not compromise. Like it's never a good yeah, right, right. <laughs> Like when has it ever been like, like you a probably good should sign? have. <laughs> yeah, that's, somebody, that's like me with like whenever somebody wants me to say please, I'm like, I will not say I please. Won't. We were talking about yeah, this. We were. On Saturday I will not, night. I will not apologize. My yeah. Values. Definitely. Oh, Dexter, please do it's it. okay. I He's will not say thank you. I will not say please. This cover has 11 <laughs> comments, but it's about to have 12. Good what job. did you comment? I always say nice! nice. Exclamation. <laughs> nice. Because it is nice. Hey, it was good. Musically good stuff. Yeah, know? I just don't know if there's a lot of meat to the song. You know, I think it needs yeah. a whole rework if you're really going to make it a banger. I think, I, I think there's too much meat. It's very, I mean, the I'm ending, choking on this meat. <laughs> when I was listening to it and then I heard the ending, I was like, I felt like my hair, it like blew my hair back. Whoa. Wait, what's the ending? <laughs> oh, the key change really you're talking intense. about? Yeah. <laughs> like the very end, like the bridge, maybe. The whole choir. What a down! Maximalist pop. Anyway. Whoa, whoa. That's for him. The, uh, Guy Chrisman, I think, is the one of the. I think he might be the lead singer. Okay. So his second or third act in life is he now teaches the Chrisman method. What the hell? Which is singing lessons. So he says, "I have decades of vocal work in my experience," and so he like trains worship teams on like how to sing and not blow out their really? voice. Really? Mm-hmm. He's got a great the website. Chrisman method. I thought it was Christian method at first. So I was like, "Oh, the Christian method for singing." So- there's a way. Well, also that's interesting. So you're saying they were just teaching him how to I not think he's blow just a voice. singing coach. Or I was gonna say, does he kind of do a thing? Because like obviously, worship singers have a very like. Does he talk about how like so whenever you're singing this, here's a way you can evoke more emotion? Like, Probably that would be intense. I think that would be really interesting. I, I should mean, do he that. Could. He <laughs> could. Men, I should. He coach. does like tailor it to worship teams. In 2022, they're still doing this one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I love that they're still together. Yeah, they broke up and then got back together intermittently. 
Anyway. I, whenever I used sad. to sing, like, the special music in church, like, I never knew what to do with my hands. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, because you, you don't want to you know, do like, a full... Yeah, like, so I was just like... Do you guys remember that song? I always used to sing the special music. It reminds me of this one, but it was like, I will never be the same again. Oh, yeah. I can never return. I've closed the door. I would always sing that when they would do baptisms. Ooh. Uh-huh. But I remember being like, I will never be. You did a, a grab. Yeah, like you wanted to do the wave. Yeah. <laughs> Flying. I I didn't know if a lot of people knew that, but I, of course, Kevin. more is more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, is it Hillsong? Yeah. I've closed the door. I didn't know it was Hillsong. It's old school. Hillsong. It's old school. Hillsong. It's not Hillsong United. It's like Darlene Check. Old school. Yeah. I will we'll never be the same again. It's pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, it reminds me of a mighty wind. And they have like the big You're right. <laughs> like, group singing, you know. <laughs> but I guess that was like the folk era or whatever. Yeah. Kind of lingered for a while. But that future generation song, it also reminds me of like Michael W. Smith 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just the way it's like, what are you talking about? And it's so intense. The and stakes why? are so high yeah. every time. It's just like, uh-huh. The so... in the CCM encyclopedia, we consult sometimes the writer John Mark Powell said. Yeah, this song is done in the vein of Michael Jackson's Man the Mirror, a ballad, a uh, sweeping. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I feel so that. It's very, yeah, it's just like, it's a ballad, but it's also like, it's just funny because it's like, what are you saying? Like, it almost feels like a Lonely Island. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, when they're like, It does, oh, it feels like a parody. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, this is broad, this is strong, but what are we doing? We're going to take we a going? very specific yeah. topic and yes. then left yeah. turn you on it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is, it's kind of a Lonely Island format. It is a Lonely like, Island mm-hmm. You think it's going to be about this, and it's like, actually, it's about yeah. how we're all yep. going to heaven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's give it a roaster toast. Thumbs up is a holy toast. That's when we send it to heaven. Holy roast is when we send it down, down to hell, where they'll never be the same again, and where Paddington is. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. I don't even like saying that as a joke. He's actually, not there. but He's think about heaven. it. Think about it this way: Paddington goes to hell, but he makes hell a wonderful place. <gasps> oh, wow. he reforms hell like he reforms, reforms hell, like prison. prison. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or we can put it in purgatory, which is <laughs> the space between. The broken lines. There's space between. We'll start with Caroline. That's pretty good. Um, I'm going to give it a toast because Mm -hmm. I think this might be the first song that we've covered that uh, mentions climate change. And not only mentions it, but affirms it as something that's happening. Well, the environment it mentions. We're kind of extrapolating climate change, but hopefully that is what it's referring to. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they said doom, so it's like it's not good. Uh, so that's positive for me. So that's gives so a thumbs funny. up. <laughs> um, you know, good for them. They struck out on a on a, a new territory. Wait, so you're saying it's kind of funny because even if they're saying climate change doesn't matter, they're still bringing awareness. <laughs> they're bringing awareness. Well, no, and they are. I think they are. Being, like, it's, uh, yeah, they're not saying it doesn't matter. They, yeah, they're saying it doesn't matter, but they are saying it's real. And they're <laughs> bringing awareness. That's either huge. way, because people are gonna be like, "What and again, is climate change?" I was raised on, you know, what I wa- I watched a DVD called "The Con- uh, Convenient Lie." 
You know, yeah. that was all about how, what is truth. that from? I've it, seen that. Oh, God. Well, there was an inconvenient truth that was like about how the climate change is real. And then there was an incredible response uh, from uh, the Christian community I that was like, no, it's that. not. <laughs> wow. Or maybe it wasn't just a Christian thing. It was probably just like a Republican That's thing. That's so funny. Yeah. This what a funny awesome. like, so this, rebuttal. To, to me, for him, for him, was being very brave. For him. <laughs> This is for him. Dad this is their song. This is their rebuttal to the like, wasn't there like a big like climate change ballad song? Like John Lennon. Oh. Imagine there's no people. Imagine there's <laughs> no earth now. I don't know if that's about now. climate change specifically. <laughs> I thought that was about climate change. It, it could Yellow be. Yellow submarine is about how okay. the oceans are Anyways, dying. That's yeah. so funny. Why don't we do it in the road is about the population issue. Right. Uh, sort of just transit issue. Yeah. Eleanor right. Rigby is about. Cities are built the- for cars. Rigging of elections. Rig the elections. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think we hit upon something. All right. We turn to Alyssa. Dang. Caroline got me thinking. (laughs) I got to give it, to be honest, I got to give it a holy toast because I like that they're still together performing it. To me, there's something about that friendship. And this song may be a bad song, but it kept these guys together for all these years. Yeah, it turns out, according to this band, there are no future generations. It's just this one over and over again. (laughs) And I do, I I had a fun time listening to it. It made me laugh. So as far as it being like a sketch comedy song... Great sketch Perfect. comedy show. Holy toast for me. <laughs> Holy toast for me too. Wow. I remember this uh, so much from radio when I was a kid. Worked for you. And so I was the future generation. I and do here love I am that. making a Still podcast. Christian. I love that. Still Christian. Still going to heaven. <laughs> Not compromising. Still mm-hmm. going to heaven. But if Paddington's in hell, no. maybe I want to be there. Is Dexter Wait, that's saying I totally forgot. Uh, this question is melting my mind right now. <laughs> He is if he wants to. Oh, you accept Christ? Oh, he's nodding yes. He is. He's saved. Oh, that's nice, Dexter. <laughs> I Although, forgot. Be a little demon sometimes. Do you know that song that's like, we are the people of the 21st century? Oh. Okay. I just remember that's also why I gave it a holy toast. You're right. Because I like whenever there's like a charge of like mm-hmm. a generation. A call to action. A call to action. Yes. I love a call to action. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that reminds me of that song. This, yeah, this is true. Yeah, because it is for future generations. It's like, we have to do this. I love Let's a call come to together action. and yeah. continue to do more the exact same thing. <laughs> Come together. The answer continue. somehow, you might find this hard to believe. It's more Church. That's so funny. <laughs> Come together, the Beatles song that was about declining church attendance yes. and how we need to uh, fill the pews again. All right, let's bring it down. Fill the, pews. the synths are a synth, and the lights are dimming, and we're bringing it to a more worshipful space. And Alyssa, we're not here to plug ourselves or our projects. We're here to lift them up to the Lord. We'll start with Caroline, as per usual. You know, you can always lift my projects up. I'm always, I'm always working on projects at Caroline's Farts, Twitter, Instagram. Um, mm, what is my lift up this week? I don't have it. Um, I just, I don't know if this is a lift up, lift up, but I did watch St. Elmo's Fire Fire for the first time. You watched my fire? <laughs> like Demi Moore and a bunch of insane people. Um, Rob Lowe doing saxophone sync. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, something it's like throw that on on like a thursday night when you need a little entertainment sure that's what i'll say that movie was that was it's not good 
No, it's not Joel Schumacher. That's but yeah, Schumacher it movie. is like compelling. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Not it, good. It doesn't it ever slow down. Well, that's an endorsement while. if I've ever heard one. <laughs> My favorite thing about that movie is that it's a real movie. It's a real go movie. to the movie movies. movie. It's a movie's movie. All right, St. Elmo's Fire, Caroline's <laughs> Ride or Die. We turn it to Alyssa. I was looking up when I, my lift up because um, I have a couple. Can I do two? No. Yes, of course. Yeah. I just watched, I watched Dope Sick, which I really liked. Mm. I like Michael Keaton. It was kind of a sad show, but I was really into it. And it was good. I think that y'all should watch it. Dope Sick is the uh, <laughs> limited the drama. Crisis. It's an opioid crisis. It's like, the it Mean was, Family. Yeah. Starring Michael Keaton and written by Danny Strong. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, love that. I'm yeah. <laughs> well, over here. A short, a short white man who also wrote Empire, the, uh, the show on Fox. That's so funny. Okay. It's funny. Well, I think Dope Sick was good, and I don't usually like binge stuff, but I binged it. And wow. then my favorite movie that I saw recently is um, Night Moves with Gene Hackman, Ooh. and watching that movie made me very horny for Gene Hackman mm. which I don't I'm still kind of grappling with that Gee. why am I so into him but now I'm watching like every movie he's ever been in because I haven't seen a lot of his stuff and you, you want to bomb his tenants if you know what I I'm do. saying yeah. I don't know what's happening with me he was with that, in the, I love him um, Host Guards from the Edge too right isn't he right. Yes. the director do you, have yes. you watched that movie I did see that I, I love agree. that movie. I just watched that recently yeah. and I was like wow where have but I been? Those are my two things. And then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Alyssa underscore Sabo and over on TikTok, no underscore. Yeah. <laughs> and on Stars, if you want to see her giving Julia Roberts a nasty yeah. look. That's right. Watch Gaslit on Stars. Watch really Gaslit. Also, I'm glad you're on Letterboxd now. I'm enjoying your reviews. Oh, I it's I think Letterboxd is like my home I'm, your spot. My it's family. where I feel like I can be the most like raw mm-hmm. because like my I still have like you know, people that follow me on Twitter and instead that I would be like nervous to say yeah, some of these like, things. I don't want like them Jason to like Mraz, check in on me. You don't <laughs> right. I don't want Jason, I don't want Jason right. to feel that I'm worried. Horny for <laughs> 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 but yeah, I do love Letterboxd and I'm always like, it's fun whenever I like see a movie and then I see that like, oh, Kevin or Caroline watches and then I feel like it's a good end to be like, hey, yeah. what'd you think of that movie? I can't believe you didn't like it. Yeah, you yeah. gave it two stars? What? <laughs> <laughs> Explain your stars. It really is like a fun, it is like fun. it's a really natural way to like connect with your friends that like movies. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's Kevin's work. That's he's that's the gospel you've been spreading rather than the gospel of Christ. Is what? The Letterbox? gospel of Letterboxd? <laughs> oh, oh my wow. God. You know, cool. what I, you nice. know what is my gospel actually for real? Is the number of people who've gotten ice cream makers because I suggested Truly. one. Truly, wow. you probably I mean, like, like tripled the sales of Cuisinart. Yeah. yeah, the Cuisinart Ice One Hundred cream influencer. You're a cream influencer. It's worth person. it. Um, Just like Daddy Wit and Letterboxd. I feel like you were a big influence for me to get on there. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. You made me get on there. No, I love That's it. It's amazing and it's, and it's fun. You're having fun. fun on there with We're all your friends. We're a bunch of cinephiles. You lift yeah. me up at Kevin T. Porter on OnlyFans, and I'll lift up uh, Barbarian. Great I didn't lift that movie. up last oh, week, did I? I think you may. Oh, I don't know, but I want to watch it. it. It's so good. Did I lift up Barbarian? I think you oh. talked about it. You said don't go, don't know anything before you go. Yeah, oh. that's good. But oh, that's maybe, okay. Lift it up again. Maybe I did lift it up. People forgot. Gosh darn it. Sometimes people lift don't finish again. the episode. Justin Long 
would be happy for Justin you. Long. Justin would. Long. He has a podcast. Of course. I like does. him. I like I'll him. lift up uh, an RS I've been listening to. He's kind of got uh, a country folk, but it's mixed with a little bit of rock. His name is Jackson Maine. I've been really digging his stuff. I hope for a long career for him. Uh, I hope he lives a long time oh in the future. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's from Jackson Star Maine. Is born. It's, oh, it's, Star it's, uh, is born. Recording. Really you can look to stuff at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash good Christian Fun for more good Christian fun and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is Every Town for Gun Safety. Alyssa, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Alyssa. So much. I love you for all. Coming. I love we God love bless you. you. God bless you, bless you too. And God keep you and bless you. Wow. A benediction. <laughs> Finish it. That's all I know. May your fits be fire. May you feel the courage to mm. wear that vintage piece in your closet. May, May the you... environment never distract you from what really matters, which is having fun <laughs> and, and being you yourself. <laughs> find your sense of worth in what your dog thinks yeah, of you. Correct. Amen. And there's nothing left to say except for, okay, okay I, I love, love you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and we'll, we'll go back out on for future generations. For the this is good. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>